Hi, I'm Dr. Lori Santos. Welcome to Radio Headspace and to Monday Morning. I'll be guest hosting Radio Headspace this week, and I'm so happy to be here. If you don't know, I'm a psychology professor at Yale and head of Silliman College. I also host The Happiness Lab, a podcast all about the science of happiness. Over the years, I've learned that the pursuit of happiness is not as straightforward as we'd like to believe. Many of the things we think will make us feel fulfilled or content actually do just the opposite. So this week, we're going to talk about how to find happiness, and in the process, debunk some of the most commonly held beliefs that lead us off the path. On that note, today I'll explore how our minds can lie to us about what will make us feel good and what truly makes us happy. I think happiness is really difficult to achieve, not because we're not putting work in, it's because we are putting work in, but we're doing it the wrong way. I think a lot of us are faced with this idea of hustle culture, right? That if we push ourselves at work and earn more money and get more accolades, that that we'll feel happier. But there's so much evidence that that's just simply not going to work. Happiness is really not about what we achieve, but the evidence suggests that it's in the journey, right? It's in the path that we're taking to get somewhere. One of my favorite kinds of stories when it comes to the misconceptions we have about happiness are cases of people who had something that they would have assumed would have been terrible happen in their lives, but ultimately they got some happiness from it. One of my favorite examples of this is the former military man, J.R. Martinez. He thought that the thing that would make him most happy would be to serve his country and to become, you know, an, an army brat for life. And what happened was when he was on his first tour of duty, his Humvee hit a mine and his Humvee exploded. He had burns over three quarters of his body. He had lost his military career. He had lost his looks. He was otherwise a really good looking guy. And he wasn't really sure what he would do with his life. You might think this is a terrible thing to happen. But JR describes this as a blessing. It taught him what he really wanted in the world. It gave him opportunities to help other people who'd been through awful incidents like he had. He started helping people, giving talks to burn victims. He even wound up becoming a celebrity on Dancing with the Stars. I love this story because it shows us that the things we believe will be terrible, they might not be as bad as we think. And the journey that we get from going through something that's difficult might bring us more joy than we often expect. So there are a bunch of things that we can do to actually become happier. They're not what we think, but they're the kinds of things that science shows work. The easiest one is that we can increase our social connection Every available study of happy people suggests that happy people are more social. Happy people are also more other-oriented. They tend to do things like donate money to charity or volunteer their time for causes they believe in. They're just a little bit more focused on other people, which I think is a misnomer. We often think that happiness is about self-care, but the evidence suggests it's really about other care. Then there's simple behaviors you can engage in that we know are good for our physical health that really map onto our mental health, too. Just the simple act of making sure you're getting enough sleep, that you're getting in some exercise. Simply moving your body can be a powerful way to improve your well-being. Lots of countries in Scandinavia, places like Denmark and so on, often report much higher happiness than even, say, the United States. It turns out that if you look more carefully about the behaviors and the mindsets of people in these so-called happier countries, 
They're doing things like moving their bodies more, you know, biking around, engaging in more social behaviors. You know, Denmark is an incredibly social country. It's one of the ways they get through, you know, these really dark winters is to practice hygge, you know, this idea of connecting with other people. And so I think once you dig into the particular behaviors and mindsets that a happy country has, you start to realize it's no secret why they're happier. So if you're just starting out on this happiness journey, I think my first piece of advice would be, you know, take baby steps. Even if you hear all these tips you can engage in to feel better, you know, pick one and just start small, right? And and mindfully notice how it's going, how you're feeling, how you're tackling this journey. You know, one of the cool things about measuring happiness and the kind of empirical science of happiness is that you are the only subject, right? You're the one who knows whether or not the behaviors you're engaging in make you feel good. And so really take time to do that personal experiment yourself. Really take time to notice whether the changes that you're making are really having an impact. You know, you are ultimately going to be the one person that has the say in whether or not these things are working for you. You can find my podcast, The Happiness Lab, anywhere you listen to podcasts. We'll also have it linked in the show description. That's it for me today. Tomorrow is all about rethinking self-care and how to create a routine that really helps you feel your best. Until then, take care.